0: And ladies and gentlemen, it continues, we continue to expose pedophilia, we continue to expose crimes against humanity, which we will talk about in length today, here on Live from America, and yes, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip-Hop Patriot, and this is December 30th, year of our Lord, 2021, and the year, uh, this year coming up, our theme here on Live from America is joy. We will bring joy back to this world. We will bring joy back to this world through God. We will bring joy back to this country by exposing exactly what Project Veritas has been doing and exactly what others independent and conservative media journalists have been doing for the last couple of years, which is why CNN, ABC, CNBC, Fox, all these mainstream media outlets are losing Thousands, millions, I should say, of viewers. And they're going to places like Real America's Voice News and others. And another reason why. When Project Veritas actually confronted Rick Salibi there, as he was coming out of court, do you know what I noticed about that? There wasn't a single other journalist. There wasn't another journalist. There wasn't another network. There was no cameras, no microphones in this guy's face. Confronting him on what he did. And it's almost like Project Veritas is single-handedly taking down CNN. Just like they will single-handedly take down the New York Times. I shouldn't say single-handedly. However, there are millions of people who follow Project Veritas for that exact reason. Because they're the only real journalists out there. Real journalism is making a comeback. We are exposing pedophilia. And we are exposing crimes against humanity. Including what they've done with this man-made Fauci juice funded by Fauci, made in the Wuhan lab, funded by the NIH illegally. And we're going to get to the bottom of every single bit of it. Again, you notice there wasn't a single reporter there to talk about this guy? I mean, he's on camera, video, talking about send me the nudes of your daughter and you together. Can you imagine... If that was anybody from, say, even Fox News, which I don't really have a lot of respect for anymore anyways, but can you imagine if it was anybody from Fox News? Can you imagine if it was any producer anywhere else outside of those mainstream fake news, CNN, leftist media organizations? It would be absolute pandemonium. They'd be covering it 24-7. CNN would have, instead of a death ticker, they would have a a pedophilia ticker up there, and they would be hunting down every pedophile that they possibly could within those organizations, within those political, uh, elected political positions, and within uh, these fake news media corporations. It's everywhere, and we're exposing it for God. Thank you for joining in here on Live from America, folks. Uh, there are many, many ways to watch Live from America. Uh, Getter is, an, is one of the ways. I want to shout out to some people on Getter. Hello, Sharon. Hello, kind embroidery. Good to see you. Uh, yes, it looks like the Rumble app, the Rumble, uh, app is having a little difficulty getting going this morning, but sometimes it's a good 10, 15 minutes behind. Rumble is still growing their... their uh, their company over there, their app, and their live streaming. And, uh, you know, sometimes this happens, but it's okay because there's plenty of other options. You can watch on Roku under LFA TV. You can watch on Fire Stick under LFA TV. And, of course, uh, you can watch on Getter and here on Real America's Voice News as well. So thank you all. Oh, and by the way, iHeartRadio, too. So thank you uh, for joining in today, folks. Um, thank you so very much for all of your loyalty, all of your dedication to this show. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get right to the verse of the day today because um, I think I think a lot of us get hung up on all of the bad news that we hear throughout the day, and and the only news that really sells is bad news. Got to stir up that fear. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with these big tech media companies, Facebook and all of them. Nobody would. The way they make money is by advertisers. The way they get advertisers is by engagement. And the way they get engagement is stirring up fear, stirring up anger, causing division. But we need to understand that as long as we're getting the truth, whether you think it feels like it's bad news or whether you think it feels like it's good news, it is still the truth. And as long as you're getting the truth, it is always good news. And that is what I titled this morning's newsletter, is the truth is always good good news. Let's get right to it. And here we go. Verse of the day today, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. This is from Paul, obviously, to the Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. Even if I caused you sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, I see that my letter hurt you, but only for a little while. Yet now I am happy. Not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended. And so we're not harmed in any way by us. Now, I know that is in reference and regard to people sinning and people falling away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. And really not handling themselves or, 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 or... I should say holding themselves the way they should in in, in in public and in private as Christians. However, the same can be said about the truth that we about about the news that we receive all day and, and, and deciphering between truth and fake. And even if it's bad news, it should not hurt you. It should only make you smile that at least you got the truth. This letter is to the Corinthians from Paul, and it's quite a read. Definitely check it out. But what stood out to me while reading this verse this morning is something that we say all the time here on Life from America. Whether it's good or bad news, as long as it's the truth, then we should look at it as good news. Even if it hurts our feelings, causes anxiety and anger, or makes you emotional in any way, would you rather be lied to? I wouldn't. I would want to know what is real. And I understand we live in a fake world with everyone wanting the world to bend to their will. And think just like them. But that's not reality. Reality is hearing the hard truths. And doing good works as a result of that truth. Life is not easy. It's not promised to be easy. Especially as a Christian. However, we have something that non-Christians do not have. And that is joy. The theme of 2022. We have joy. There is no better feeling. That joy comes only because, only because we know the truth and accept it. We need to look at the bad times that we all experience as a learning opportunity or a chance to grow stronger in your faith and your relationship with the Lord. If you can do that, then there is nothing, nothing on this planet that can take away your joy. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Now, I know there's a lot of folks over on Rumble who are waiting for the video to pop up. I do want to give them a shout-out over there because they are a joyful group of people. Hello to Purple Clouds. God bless you. Hello to Steve. Good to to see you, Steve. Thank you so very much. Alicia, God bless you. Casey, thank you for joining in. I know that uh, things are uh, not working out on Rumble, but you can always go to any of these other places and watch the show as well. I want to give a big shout-out to Rival Design. And Kara over there, big shout out to Freddie. Thank you so much for joining in, and uh, one more big shout out to Becky. God bless you, and thank you so very much. Let's get into the Lord's prayer. I've been so inspired by all of your your letters, all of your cards that you've been sending during this holiday season, and of course that letter that we read yesterday from fourteen year old fourteen uh, year old girl by the uh, by the the handle Snapdragons, who's been a fan of the show ever since I met uh, her and her family in. Um, uh, on the Save America Freedom Tour, and uh, it, it's, it's just truly an inspiration to be able to hear your thoughts, to be able to hear your opinions, and that's one thing about this show, is it's a very interactive show. This show is nothing without the audience. No show is anything without their audience, and their audience should be highlighted, and they shouldn't even be called their audience. They should be called family. So here we go, the Lord's Prayer, folks. More important now than ever. We are being persecuted like never before, At least in modern times, in our our lifetime, and the church is growing. So if you're wearing a hat, please remove your hat. And let's all say the Lord's Prayer together. I know a lot of you kids are still on vacation, so feel free to join in with your mom and dad. It's cool. Trust me. Okay, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Not a better way to start out a show than giving our honor and our love to the Lord, because... All good things come from him, and all good things are for him. Big shout-out to Jane in Oregon as well. Thank you so much, so very much for joining in here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. We are going to take our first time out of the day, and when we come back, we will be uh, focusing on um, the January 6th Unselect Committee member, Liz the yellow Teletubby Cheney. And now she's lashing out at President Donald J. Trump. What's new? Temper tantrums. That's all she throws. That's all she throws. It's nothing but temper tantrums when she doesn't get her way. The Republican Party needs to literally dismiss her and Adam Kinzinger ASAP. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Please stay tuned and thank you so very much. God bless. Well, hello everybody. I do not what's, know what's going on with Rumble. Sometimes we have to deal with this on Rumble. It's not the greatest thing in the world. It actually sucks. We, we did get a, uh, a $20 donation on Rumble, regardless, from Becky80. God bless you. I don't know why. This happens on Rumble. Sometimes it just does. It ends up coming in late. Either way, it will be there for you to watch afterwards. It says it's recording, so hopefully it'll be there for you. If not, you can always catch it on Real America's Voice News. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to upload this to Real America's Voice News, so the link will be there. When you go to Real America's Voice News' website, you can go to shows, You can find, um, just click shows, go down to find Live from America. And you can also see and grab the link there of the Christmas Eve show that I did with Pastor Tim Frisch. The reason why we're doing commercials today on the day show is because this show is actually being recorded for Real America's Voice News tonight. Because they uh, they need the show earlier than what we normally give it to them. So that was uh, Monday and Thursday of this week, and that's why we're doing that. However, we do have a very special guest tonight. And that is Jared Schmeck, the guy who actually called Joe Biden and said, let's go, Brandon, during the Christmas uh, weekend this last weekend. We have him as a guest tonight on the show on Live from America at 530. You don't want to miss that because we're going to be talking about, obviously, the, the, you know, the situation in which he was in uh, by saying that, but also the death threats that have come. And uh, him and I have something in common when it comes to that. So for all of you who are trying to watch on Rumble, again, I apologize. I do not know what's going on. Nothing on my end. Uh, but definitely will be ready to watch afterwards. And, uh, hey, it is what it is. That's why we have Rumble, Roku, Fire Stick, and Getter all able to be watched live. And you you can, if you, if you need to, you can go get the Roku app. I believe Roku even has an app. Uh, but if you have a Roku TV, just search for LFA TV or Fire Stick. Just search for LFA TV, and you will find the show. I'm watching you on Roku on the big screen, says Jetfish, and also on Rumble to interact with you guys. That's the best thing that we can do. We can still interact during the comment section until Rumble figures out whatever's going on, and you can still watch the show on other places. Again, Rumble, Roku, Fire Stick, and Getter, Okay. Uh, I want to jump over to Getter real quick and see what's going on over there. I know those guys are watching hardcore over there. Looks like we got a lot of people over there, so I want to thank you all. Rumble is not working yet, says Scotty. Thank you very much. Make sure you keep people in tune as I get ready to do the show. It's one heck of a show today, and just (laughs) go figure that today would be the show that this happens on. You know what I mean? I'll keep refreshing and see what's going on on, uh, on Rumble just in case and keep you guys updated. Okay? But anyway, here we go, folks. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News. Fastest growing news station in the uh, nation right now because of truth. Now, before we start the first and foremost section, I really want to show you something that I wanted to show you right after that cold open. And uh, that was actually a, um, a, a tweet that was put out by Jake Tapper. Now, this tweet that was put out by Jake Tapper that I'm about to show you, was actually put out on July 18th of 2017. Okay? Let's just put it up on the screen and pull it over here. This is what he says. He says, if you don't care about sex crimes against children and how adults get away with it, then I don't know what to say. His producer is the one that just resigned from CNN. His producer is a pedophile who just resigned from CNN. He is literally being investigated right now, just had his court date about it, and we go back, and this tweet did not age well, from Jake Tapper that says, if you don't care about sex crimes against children and how adults get away with it, then I don't know what to say. That's You know what? You are right. You don't know what to say because you've not addressed this, CNN has not addressed this, and no other station other than conservative media... Or even Fox News. Those are the only ones that have addressed this, and they're barely even addressing it on Fox News. Why? Because birds of a feather flock together. So going from one scumbag to another, let's go to the first and foremost section of today, which is going to be talking about that yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney, the daughter of a war criminal. She is now lashing out at President Donald J. Trump after being denied documents that she has asked for for the January Unselect Committee She's been denied these documents due to executive privilege. (laughs) Let's read what Liz Cheney is up to today, folks. January 6th committee, unselect committee, I should say, Vice Chairwoman Liz Cheney hit back after it was reported that the panel stood down on requests for some Trump documents. In a December 16th letter released just the other day, Biden's White House, Deputy Counsel Jonathan C. Su said some of the records requested by the sham panel could not or could concern executive privilege. The January 6th panel agreed to back down and said it would defer its request for the documents. The House Select Committee investigating January 6th has stood down in its request for some of the documents from the Trump White House uh, after negotiations with the Biden administration. The White House said some of the records. The House asked for potentially could concern state secrets or executive privilege because they were a part of a high level national security deliberations, according to the letter from the White House counsel's office released. The House said that it would defer its request for those records. Another set of documents that the House dropped pursuing may not have been all that helpful anyway, because while they were created on dates the committee asked for, they did not pertain to the panel's investigation. The White House letter actually said back to them. As a result, the committee won't be getting hundreds of pages of National Security Council records at this time. So Trump, uh, like in Trump fashion, released a statement blasting Liz Cheney and the Marxists on the January 6th Unselect Committee panel after they were forced to stand down on its records request. President Donald J. Trump said, The Unselect Committee of Radical Left Democrats and two failed Republicans has just dropped a large portion of their request, For my records documents, a very big story, even though the New York Times refused to put it on the front page. The reason that they dropped the records request is that they don't want this horror show to happen to Biden and Hunter in three years. This also changes the entire complexion of their request. Not that there are any documents that would be incriminating or a problem for me, but the witch hunt continues. And in yellow Teletubby uh, Liz Cheney fashion She threw a temper tantrum and tweeted back at Donald J. Trump, saying the following. False, she says. The January 6th committee hasn't dropped requests for any necessary records. In fact, we're actively litigating to obtain White House records Trump is trying to conceal. We will not allow him to hide the truth about January 6th or his conduct from the American people. And that is what she tweeted out. Now, folks, I have a very... Very rare video of Liz Cheney actually tweeting this out. This is a very rare video that no other news station has, and I'll be sharing that with you right now. This is Liz, Liz Cheney throwing her temper tantrum, actually tweeting back to Donald J. Trump. And there she goes, ladies and gentlemen. That is Liz Cheney tweeting out to Donald J. Trump. Regardless, for that and many other temper tantrums that she throws, we are going to go ahead and we are going to give Liz Cheney the Swamp Donkey Dumb Dumb Award of the Day for being such an unqualified, corrupt, warmongering little yellow Teletubby throwing temper tantrums all the time. It didn't work in the past. It won't work now. And it won't work in the future. (laughs) Anyway, moving from that, we actually have some big news, some actual news regarding the 2020 election fraud coming out of the state of Wisconsin. Probably Wisconsin. We've said, look, Wisconsin was probably the target that was going to be the first state to decertify. We've said low-hanging fruit, and we've referred to it as many other, other, uh, you know, Basically, the people out in front when it comes to this this uh, fr- this election fraud that happened. Now they haven't had a forensic audit yet, but they have had sheriffs actually uh, refer to the di- district attorney and the attorney general uh, uh, charges, felony charges, for the Wisconsin election commission members. Um, not all of them. One of them did not uh, did not have any problems because he was actually on record on video saying hey we should not be doing this we should not be breaking the law this is breaking the law these are felonies and five of them still went through with it five of them that still went through with it so we have that going on we also have a former supreme court uh judge who is uh, uh, uh i believe his name is michael Gableman. I he's also doing an investigation and his investigation is uh, is he's actually called for two democrat mayors to have charges brought up on them as well. And now, the Wisconsin Committee on Campaigns and Elections demands answers from the Wisconsin Election Commission on who had access to the voter rolls and who had the ability to actually manipulate them. Let's go to the story, everybody. Here we go. The Wisconsin State Assembly Committee on Campaigns and Elections has oversight... Over the Wisconsin Elections Commission. So let me get those, let me say those, uh, the the names of those two different divisions real quick so you get, so you understand what's going on. The Wisconsin State Assembly Committee on campaign and elections, that means these are, these are elected officials, have oversight over the Wisconsin Election Commission, the WEC, which five of the six members should be brought up on felony charges. They are an executive branch agency. Last week, the State Committee on Campaigns and Elections sent Megan Wolfe, the executive director of the Wisconsin Election Commissions, a list of demands concerning the 2020 presidential election in Wisconsin. The committee, led by State Rep. Janelle uh, Branjan, who, by the way, is becoming a hero up there, is demanding information from the Wisconsin Election Commissions on who had access to the voter rolls in 2020, and who had the ability to manipulate these very same voter rolls now we already know that a number of wisconsin mayors turned over access to far left operatives including secret access to the internet and the ballot warehouse this is a massive huge development folks uh, in the uh, in the demand it says please provide an exact copy of the api code or software that allowed any and all uh, private, for-profit, non-governmental, non-profit, political party, or any type of lobbying or advocacy group to directly access Wisconsin Vote, my vote, or any other part of the statewide system or the voter identification database at any time during the years of 2020 and 2021. Please also provide logs, registries, and any other records of the times and the dates any or all of these parties, uh, and any or all of these parties access the statewide system or the voter identification database or any other data database system operated or controlled by the state of Wisconsin in 2020 and 2021. And also please provide a list of all voters referred by the Electronic Registration Information Center to the WC uh, to WEC or Wisconsin clerks in both 2020 and 2021, including the specific communication. The name of each voter and their address, their driver's license number, their date of birth, and the date referred to WEC or Wisconsin clerk. So what that's telling me, and I'm looking at the letter right now, what that is telling me, folks, is that they are requesting everything that's needed to do a complete and full forensic audit of the Wisconsin 2020 election. And you already know the stuff that's going on up there in Pennsylvania. They're going in and out of court. The Secretary of State there does not want the state legislature to have any kind of oversight or any kind of transparency as it comes to, as it pertains to the election, which they do not have the power to do because the state uh, has 22 months to preserve these records and to look at these records. So we know that's going on there. And of course, we know what's going on over in Wisconsin as, I mean, over in Arizona as well. With, uh, with Mark Barnovich, Mark Fincham, Wendy Rogers, and the rest of the people over there trying to find get to the bottom of it. Now, here is my personal opinion on all of this, okay? Here's my personal opinion. My personal opinion is we need to continue to push forward with these forensic audits, but I do not believe that these forensic audits with the current government that we have, three branches of government being run by the Democrats, I do not believe Again, that President Donald J. Trump will just be reinstated based on any of these forensic audits. I do not believe that will happen, at least in time, at least in time, for the 2022 midterms or the 2024 elections. They're going to kick this down the road. They're going to do whatever they can because this is an unprecedented uh, event that's happened in this country. At least that that we know of. This could have been happening for decades and we never knew about it until now. So this is my personal opinion. There won't be enough people that actually have the guts and the courage to just reinstate Donald J. Trump into the White House. My personal opinion, and I could be wrong, I was definitely wrong about Mike Pence, and I'll be the first to say that. My personal opinion is that we need to continue doing these full forensic audits, getting all of the proof, all of the evidence that we can possibly get, regardless of what corrupt judges or corrupt federal or Supreme Court judges say. And we need to build up this wrath, store up this wrath for when we take over 2022. And when we take over 2022, I personally believe that they are going to put Donald J. Trump as the Speaker of the House. If we take over 100 seats in Congress, they are going to put Donald J. Trump as the Speaker of the House. And when that happens, and impeachment trials start start to commence on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and this illegitimate regime, that is when these all of this evidence and the evidence that they'll continue to gather from then on will actually come into play. That is my personal opinion. Whether I'm right about that or whether I'm wrong about that, that's just truly what I think is going to happen. I do not see anybody having the actual guts to just overturn the election and reinstate Donald J. Trump. I see it more along the lines of, when this is all said and done, Trump will see say, see, I told you I was right, just like every other time in history, And I also think that he will be, uh, he will be Speaker of the House in 2022 if we take over both the House and the Senate. So I think what we need to do again, this has always been a two front, a two front fight. This is find out what happened in the past, fix it, make sure it never happens again, and then also work on these elections coming up and have the same blueprint as they had in Virginia so that the steal can't happen. And then we hold the people accountable. It's actually a little backwards than the way you would normally do it. But we're living in a backwards country. We're living in a backwards world. And sometimes we just have to, uh, sometimes we just have to play the game the way it's set up. And that is my true opinion on what's going to happen. Again, could be a number of things. And we'll, and we'll continue to put out the truth regardless. But that's my opinion. Whether, whatever it's worth. Anyway, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America... From the live free or die state of new hampshire and when we come back we'll be talking a little bit more about arizona and what wendy rogers is doing out there and then we will start exposing some more child pedophilia talking about glane maxwell we'll be right back right after this stay tuned so it looks like rumble is still not up and working i apologize on that however holly and rma Apparel has donated $400, and she said, thank you for all your support this year. Please use this money however you need it in 2022. May God bless your family. Now, you may know that RMA Apparel, Mountain Life Threads, Kind Embroidery, and Advantage Specialties have been the four companies that we've been using in order to uh, to get apparel, hats, coffee cups, and much more to come. Why? Because these are all American businesses—they're—it's not not a third-party company outside of outside the country anywhere. They're all people that I truly adore and love. They are great, great family members of this live from America family, and I suggest checking them out. I want to jump over to Getter real quick. I know we've got a lot going on over at Getter. Yeah, we already got wow—we've already got quite a quite a lot of views, more views I've ever had on Getter. And again, folks, I apologize for all of those who don't have Getter or Roku or Fire Stick. None of this is this is beyond my control. I can only control right here in this studio. But I know everything is working properly on my end because we're live in all of these places. Okay? Terry Sue says I made it here from Rumble. Now I don't want you guys to I don't want you guys to just stay on Getter. I love my Rumble family. I love Rumble. I think it's a great platform, and it actually gave us a home when nobody else would. So this is a good alternative, but some people like to just stay over here regardless. Um, I actually like it better than Rumble. Hi, guys. This is T-Many30. How you doing? Good to see you, girl. Barb, took me, a long, took me long to download. We need getter grabs. Rumble rants. Yeah, I know. Getter doesn't have that yet, but maybe someday they will. Maybe someday they will. Uh, but we'll see. You know, we'll see in the future, right? Um, so, yeah, folks... Uh, tonight we have uh, Jared Schmet coming on, and uh, again he was the gentleman who said, "Let's go, Brandon," on the phone that captivated the world, and uh, we're going to be bringing him on tonight for live from America, and we're going to be talking about the stuff that him and his family are going through right now, which is not good, which is not good, by the way, uh, death threats. That's that kind of stuff. But you know what? They'll get through it with the power of God. They they wear the armor of God. They're Christians. And I can't wait to have that discussion with him a little later. And I thank you all for your comments, by the way, on the interview that I had with Pastor Greg Locke yesterday. Uh, all constructive criticism um, and, 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 uh, and compliments were welcomed. And uh, we'll definitely have Pastor Greg Locke on again. And not only will we have him on again, but him and I are going to do more stuff together. So here we go. Let's come back from this break and get back to business, shall we? Hello everybody. Welcome back to Live from America. This is Jeremy Harrell. This is also Real America's Voice News and we're coming to you live from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. Okay. Now before we get started and before we go back over to Arizona, let me first talk about a man who's a tip of the spear for, for a lot of things that are going on right now in this country. And that is Mr. Mike Lindell himself. If you go to mypillow.com slash backslash LFA, that'll bring you right To my landing page and when you get there you can go right over to see the cursor here on the screen let's go over to new and these are all of Mike Lindell's new products bed platforms um, feather top top uh, feather top feather bed toppers excuse me uh, quilts now and so many other things as Mike Lindell gears up for his future fight at the Supreme Court in January he's bringing two cases one to dismiss the case against that uh, the Dominion has against him, and the second one is to go from each one of these 50 states and remove these Dominion software, um, these Dominion software and the machines all through 2022. So big shout out to Mike Lindell, my pillow. He is crushing it right now. Use that promo code LFA. Here we go. Going over to Arizona real quick. Wendy Rogers. Has been killing it over there. She's probably been the person outside of Mark Fincham who has been working on this election fraud in Arizona since the very, very beginning. And I think she's wonderful. And we're going to be bringing her on live from America very soon. Right now, she has 1.4 million signatures to decertify her the election. And she's she needs 2 million altogether. She needs two million signatures altogether. I'm going to show you what this page actually looks like. So when you go to look for it, you can see it for yourself. Just please go and visit wendyrogers.org. And what she's asking for is she needs 1.5 million signatures by the end of the day tomorrow. So when you go over here to wendyrogers.org, right up here to the top, see this right here? You'll see sign the petition to get Wendy on the ballot. Residents only. And then right here, sign a petition to decertify the election nationwide. You click that, and it brings you to this page. And then you just scroll down and put your name, address, and telephone number right there. And again, folks, we are looking for 1.5 million signatures by end of day tomorrow. We need to continue to help and support these people that are actually out there fighting On the front lines, the tip of the spear for this election fraud. Again, we cannot go forward unless we continue to fight and address what happened last year. It's just not feasible. It won't make any sense. It won't make any sense whatsoever. It's like walking from your house to work in a rainstorm and then getting to to your work and then putting your umbrella up after you get inside. It doesn't make any sense. So big shout out to Wendy Rogers and everybody out there in Arizona that are actually continuing to fight and making sure that we address what happened and make sure it never happens again. All right, now let's move on. Child pe- child pedophilia that we have all been screaming at the top of our lungs for, for the last, I don't know, three or four years, some some people even longer. But we on the right have been screaming about pedophilia and the, and, and the pandemic, which is pedophilia in this country. I mean, when you have Canada and the United States of America being the number one and the number two um, countries in the world for sex trafficking, well, then you know pedophilia has got to go hand in hand with that. You know that. And it's very very embarrassing, isn't it? Isn't it embarrassing to be the United States of America and know that we fall in that category of the top country in the world for sex trafficking? What about freedom? Again, we've been trying to expose this for years on the right. Yesterday, Ghislaine Maxwell was found guilty on five of the six felony charges for sex trafficking. Now, when we heard this yesterday, it was good news. Yay! She's found guilty on things that... And she's probably guilty of a thousand other things that they didn't even bring up. However, when you have an Obama-appointed judge, and when you have somebody related to James Comey also working... For the prosecution, did you ever expect this trial to be fair? Did you ever expect that we would see a fair trial? I didn't. I didn't. I knew we wouldn't. And what I mean by that is sealing the records of the high-profile names, the big names like Bill Clinton, like like Bill Gates, and many others. Sealing the names of these high-profile uh, high politicians and corporate executives who had a hand... In all of this pedophilia, and all of this sex trafficking, and going to this island and having these group orgies and stuff like that. This is disgusting stuff, and it should be transparent, and the world should be able to see these names. Especially since she was found guilty on five of the six charges. Important details about the case were sealed by the judge. Ain't that something? Maxwell worked as Jeffrey Epstein's pimp for years and the DOJ knew that they were running little girls as young as 12, and they refused to act. Maxwell pleaded not guilty to charges stemming from her role as Epstein's madam from 1994 to 2004. Maxwell faced the following charges. Conspiracy to entice minors to travel and engage in illegal sex acts. Enticement of minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts. Conspiracy to transport minors with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. Transportation of a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, sex trafficking trafficking conspiracy, sex trafficking of a minor, and seven uh, and eight perjury stemming from allegedly false deposition testimony during a civil suit. And she was found guilty on count one, three, five, four, five, and six, and not guilty on count two. The British, the British socialite, Glenn Maxwell, was convicted yesterday of luring teenage girls to be sexually abused by Jeffrey Epstein, who did not kill himself. The verdict capped a month-long trial featuring um, assorted accounts of the sexual exploitations, uh, uh, exploitation of girls as young as 14, told by four women who described being abused as teens in the 1990s and in the early 2000s. Jurors deliberated for a full five days before finding Maxwell guilty of five of the six counts. She faced the likelihood of years in prison, I believe it's 70 years maximum, uh, an outcome long sought by women who spent years fighting in civil courts to hold Maxwell accountable for her role in recruiting and grooming Epstein's teenage victims and sometimes joining in on the sexual abuse. Again, if this happened, and we know it happened, and she's found guilty even in a packed and padded courtroom of liberals who are involved in everything that Epstein and Maxwell did. They basically just threw them under the bus, but then protected the same names that we all know were on that log, that we knew that flew to that island, that we know were involved in this sexual misconduct, like Bill Clinton. Somebody needs to come along and unseal these names, and I have an an idea of who is going to do that in the future. And I believe that will be President Donald J. Trump's DOJ. We'll see what happens.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: Anyway, folks, that's what's happening. We're out here, and we're exposing pedophilia left and right. Look at what's going on in CNN. We're exposing crimes against humanity with Tony Fauci, which we'll talk about in the end of the show. But right now, we're going to go to New York because a New York school has banned one of your most favorite Christmas songs, one of the most famous, possibly the most famous Christmas song that you ever sang growing up. That's right. New York school has banned jingle bells jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh you know the rest you've been singing it since you're about two years old but a new york school has banned jingle bells in their school because of possible connections to blackface <laughs> Wow. Okay, here we go. Let's take a crack at it. New York Elementary School banned the song Jingle Bells over a possible connection, a possible connection to blackface. Council Rock Primary School in Brighton, we're going to give them a call sometime this week. Again, Council Rock Primary School in Brighton banned the song, citing a report from Boston University professor Kaina Hamill in 2017, in which she said that the first public performance of the song 150 years ago may have, Included singers in blackface. Oh no! Not that blackface isn't wrong, but I'm talking about. Oh no! Let's cancel Jingle Bells because somebody did something wrong 150 years ago. Can we cancel pedophilia because somebody just did it recently? How about that? Jingle Bells Council Rock Principal Matt Tampon. Tampon I don't know. <laughs> Matt Tamp- Tampon wrote an email to the Rochester Beacon. Uh, has been placed with other songs that don't have the has been replaced, excuse me, with other songs that don't have the potential to be controversial or offensive. Tampon, actually it's Tappan, T-O-P-P-O-N, we'll call him that. Tampon went on to cite Hamill's research. Hamill, however, was shocked to hear about the school's ban. Quote, I'm actually quite shocked that the school removed the song from the repertoire. I in no way recommend that it stopped being sung by children, she told the Beacon. My article tried to tell the story of the first performance of the song. I do not connect this with the Christmas tradition of the singing of the songs now. But Hamill continued: the very fact of Jingle Bell's popularity has to do with the very catchy melody of the song, and not to be the only one, uh, not to be only understood in terms of its origins in the uh, in the uh, tradition. I would say it should be very much sung and enjoyed, and perhaps discussed. When a reporter from the Beacon shared Hamill's response with the school board, Allison Rue, uh, Brighton Central School District Assistant Superintendent for Curriculum and Instruction changed their explanation for banning the song. Saying this, some suggest that the use of the collars on the slave, the collars on slaves with bells to send an alert that they were running away and connected to, uh, is connected to the origin of the song Jingle Bells. While we are not taking a stance to whether this is true or not, because they don't know, We do feel strongly that this line of thinking is not in agreement with our district beliefs to value all cultures and experiences of our students. For this reason, Rio concluded, along with the idea that there are hundreds of other five-note songs, we made the decision to not teach this song directly to our students. So, children, everybody at home, you might want to teach your children jingle bells at a younger age. Matter of fact, maybe you want to sing Jingle Bells more often around the Christmas season just because they're trying to cancel this. What was it, two or three years ago they tried to cancel, baby, it's cold outside. Come on, let's go for a ride. (laughs) Don't go, stay here. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's all such ridiculous. It's all so ridiculous I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. But anyway, we're going to be giving this school a call probably tomorrow. So I hope you're watching the show when we do that. Now, I want to talk about the airlines for a minute. I know we're jumping around here, but there's a lot to discuss and a very little time to do it in. I want to talk about the airlines. Now, after talk this week about possible COVID passports needed to fly domestically and talks this week that Aaron Rodgers was having on a podcast where he exposed the NFL for using ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine instead of the vaccine behind closed doors, but won't say it in public violating their own rules violating their own guidelines check this story out because I think this is something that we have not talked about actually I don't think any other host of a show or any other network is talking about this and it's quite scary because we're talking about breaking your own rules and guidelines as it it pertains to COVID well what about pilots what about pilots what about all of the effects the side effects The thousands, if not millions of side effects that are happening as a result of taking these vaccines or definitely some of these boosters and people just falling out, falling dead because of heart attack, falling dead because of heart failure, falling down and going into a coma because of of some kind of heart disease. It's happening all over. So why would we put our lives at risk by flying on a plane with a pilot who has just been boosted, got their third or fourth shot? Let's talk about it. The FAA dangerously ignores its own guidelines and rules and clears vaccinated pilots to fly despite a do not issue, do not fly policy. Let's break it down. The FAA has exposed, was exposed, for flagrantly violating its own safety guidelines in order to push the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. According to the FAA's own policy, pilots should not, this is their policy, this is not me saying it, this is not... Real America's Voice News saying this is this policy of the FAA. According to the FAA, their own policy, pilots should not fly after having taken medications that have been approved for less than a year. But the agency has systematically ignored ignored those rules, clearing pilots to fly after waiting just two days from the date of their vaccination without knowing the full scope of the long-term effects of these vaccines. This is something, something that we should talk about and something that we should be kind of wary of. From the FAA rules themselves, it says, for any medication, the AME, the Aviation Medical Examiner, should ascertain for what condition the medication is being used, how long, frequency, and any side effects of the medication. The safety impact of the underlying condition should also be considered. Do not issue. AMEs should not issue airmen medical certificates to applicants who are using these classes of medications or uh, 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 of medications. Now, I want to talk about this before I continue with the story, because about two months ago, one of these AMEs was actually reassigned and she was no longer allowed to clear or not clear pilots in the uh, in the military because she was not clearing them because of side effects that they were having from the vaccine. This happened in the military. It has nothing to do with the FAA. It's just a story that kind of is comparable to what's going on here. This lady was reassigned in the military because of the fact that she was not letting pilots fly because of things that were happening to them as a result of the vaccine directly. And the military didn't like that, so they reassigned her and said, you no longer get to make that approval or disapproval. And now here we are with the FAA, pilots that actually carry, fly commercial flights, responsible for hundreds of lives on that plane, thousands throughout the day, and we're just supposed to just put our trust and our faith in them? That everything's going to be okay? The FDA approved less than 12 months ago, the FAA generally requires at least one year of post-marketing experience with new drug before considering for aeromedical certification purposes. This, observe, this observation period allows time for uncommon but aeromedically significant adverse effects to manifest themselves. On top of that... The COVID vaccine in question are not fully approved by the FDA. Instead, they are being issued under the agency's EAU because the vaccine Comirnaty that was granted full approval is not being administered in the U.S. as of right now. And we all know why. So I'm not going to read the story anymore. I'm just going to say to you, should we be worried for those who are continuing to fly? Should you be? Do you think you're at risk? And do you think that you should be able to have the right to know when that pilot that's flying the plane that has your life in his or her hands, when the last time they received a vaccination, have they been fully vaccinated, or do they have their booster? And if so, and if it was recently, you might want to rethink taking that flight. Now, I know this is a little drastic, but it's a concern, and it's a real concern, and it's not only happening in the, in the private sector, but also happening in the military as well. We're gonna take another break here on Real America's Voice News, and when we come back, we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about some tweets that didn't age well. Number one, and we're going to be talking about the miles-long line of people waiting for their COVID tests, even though they don't even know they're sick in New York. But you can't wait in line to vote. Ain't that something? Anyway, we'll be right back with more live from America right after this. God bless. Oh, I see so many of you watching today. Uh, how you doing? Good to see you on Rumble. I know that you guys aren't actually watching on Rumble. And again, I don't know what's happening there. But I'm sure once the video is recorded, it'll be up. And if it's not up, there are many other places to watch it. Uh, I do see all of you guys commenting on Rumble. And I want to thank you for at least uh, for staying there. Of course, we got Freddie Durf on both places because he cannot get enough of Live from America. We love Freddie here on Live from America. Thank you so much for giving us your views and your time. We'll give you nothing but love, sir. Uh, JP Mom here in New Hampshire says, isn't that something? Isn't that something? Crystal says, Holy Spirit, activate. That's right. Thank you, Scotty. Love you too, man. I appreciate it. Cammie Coates, God bless you. Thank you so very much. Um, I don't need a test. No, neither do I. Neither do I, and I'll never take one either. I saw a long line in Orlando for COVID tests. Not sticking that thing in my, up to my brain. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, you're right, Jeremy. Can't stand in line but to vote, but to get tested, they will. Yeah, exactly. How many on Getter today? Somebody said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the number is on Getter. I don't know how many people are watching, but it looks like there's already a couple thousand views over there, so that's there's got to be a lot of people watching. Scotty says, miss you on Rumble. Yeah, I do too, man. Again, I don't know what happened. I don't expect it to happen tonight. So for all those that are watching today or listening today, make sure you join in tonight because we've got an awesome guest, and you're going to want to be in uh, be in there for that one. How are you doing, Barbara? Good to see you. Thank you so very much. D Taylor says, I found you. Stop testing and COVID will be over. Yeah, no truer words were ever spoken. Just got you on Getter. Well, I'm glad you were able to get over here. Thank you so very much. I know it's kind of a pain in the butt, but it is what it is and we have to deal with what we have to deal with, you know. Um, that's why we spent so much time and effort and money being able to uh, be on so many different places at one time. So that we, we had options, you know. All right, let me take a quick drink here, and we'll come back to the show. we got to get going. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Before we get to the next story, I want to show you the featured item of the day on JeremyHerald.com. I'm actually wearing the shirt right now, but let's go over and check it out. Money can buy happiness, but only Jesus can give you joy. Money can buy happiness, but only Jesus can give you joy. Go to JeremyHerald.com, And um, we have both men and uh, we have uh, both men and women's sizes, I believe, in that shirt. And again, it also follows the theme of 2022, which is joy. Alright, moving on. Here we go. I want to um, I want to I want to read something to you that I thought was quite interesting and actually made a lot of sense. Actually made a lot of sense to me about all the stuff that's been happening. There's been a series of events that have been going on lately. And I've been trying to figure out why they cut down the quarantine time in half, right? Why would you cut the quarantine time in half? I got to thinking to myself, why would Biden say, this is not going to be solved at a federal level. This is only going to be solved at a state level. Okay. I got to thinking to myself, why are they starting to now backtrack on the mandate for a COVID passport domestically when they've been talking about it for the last week? And I read this tweet from this this guy, and I thought, wow, this could possibly be why they're doing this. Because soon, the Democrats will declare that the virus has been conquered. Why? Because, just like Steve Bannon says, the Omicron variant is nature's way of herd immunity. We're finally getting herd immunity. They know the vaccine, the cases are up, the numbers are up, but the deaths are going down. They know this. They also know that Biden's poll numbers are so so trash because he's been listening to these health expe- these health experts. And he has more people dead under him with a vaccine than Trump had without a vaccine. So they got to switch the narrative here. They have to switch the narrative. But they still want to keep a hold of some of the narrative because they still want to try to suppress um, uh, voting as much as possible and cheat as much as possible. But what he said at the end of his tweet was, Soon, the Democrats will declare the virus has been conquered just in time for the midterm elections while still... Pushing for masks and mail-in ballots just in case. Now, I want to play a video from you from Tony the Ratface Fauci. Not that you want to see this guy, but it's very important that you see this video. So let's go ahead and pull it up right now. Well, there he goes again. He's he's talking nonsense again. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to they're trying to save the economy because if the if they if they shut down the economy right now, they know they know that no new jobs were added. They know that. That's why they can't shut down the economy now. They know that the poll numbers are so low because of everything else they've destroyed. That if they even if they destroy the economy like they did last year to get Donald J. Trump out with the COVID thing, if if they do that, they're completely done. They're completely done, and no amount of cheating will help them. So it seems weird that they're all starting to backtrack all of a sudden, doesn't it? Doesn't that seem weird that they're all starting to backtrack all of a sudden? It seems kind of weird to me. Oh, excuse me. Seems kind of weird to me. But again, this guy had a point. Just in time for the midterm election, so they can say we beat COVID, even though COVID is already naturally weaning its way out. We beat COVID. Meanwhile, they cut the quarantine time in half. The PCR tests are going bye-bye, at least most of them anyway, right? Biden said that he failed, basically it can't be done at this level, and and Fauci and the CDC are saying they admitted they do it, they did it because they wanted to keep business afloat. Isn't that odd? And just so you know, everybody, by the way, right now I want to reveal something to you that we'll talk about a little bit later on, on on the next show, um, and no other network is talking about this, by the way. A former Pfizer president, Michael Yeaton, has now filed charges in international court, bringing Fauci, the WHO, Bill Gates, Peter Daszak, and many more CEOs of Johnson and Johnson, Moderna, and, and others, naming them against uh, naming them in this uh, in this um, in this court case uh, for crimes against humanity, and this is happening right now. Right now, former Pfizer president, Michael Heaton, has filed charges in an international court bringing all of these warmongering, crimes against humanity scumbags to international court. And guess what? Guess what? Even though the United States does not belong to this little network of of countries that this is uh, filed under, it still does not grant them immunity. Because if you are found guilty of crimes against humanity, they're coming after you one way or another. We'll talk about that on the next Live from America. And on the next Live from America, we also have uh, Jared, Jared, she- uh, Jared Schmett, who um, actually said, let's go Brandon, to, uh, to Jill and Joe during Christmas. And we're going to be talking with him about the death threats that he's received and much more on the next Live from America. Until then, folks, remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. That's going to do it today. And I will see you next time for more Live from America. God bless each and every one of you. And have a great, great day. See you later.